Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Comexus Cast Daily for Tuesday, August 29th, 2017. All the news you need to know from our inbox to yours. I'm Matthew McGordy, the videographer and podcaster here at Comexus. And today I am joined by the lead digital and creative strategist here at Comexus, Philip Brooks. Good morning. As well as the Comexus president, Len Ward. Good morning. Uh, so, Philip, you mentioned that Facebook has just announced something you know pretty pretty big and new um, yeah I, I think uh, this is this is less an article and more a press release from Facebook but um, they have really kind of stepped up to start bl blocking ads from, from pages that repeatedly share false news so uh, they're removing the financial incentive to share what they've termed fake news um, and I think that that's a really you know bold s statement on their part simply because they're actually you know taking I mean, a financial you stake in the matter and, and saying you know hey we're, we're not going to take revenue from these from these ads and from these pages I mean again we all know that Facebook is makes a ridiculous amount of money we have no idea what percentage of income comes in from this sort of spurious news sources but you know it, it's still even even if it's only a symbolic move it's still uh, represents a step uh, to you know really kind of protect their users and their user experience. Um, just to give you an idea, this is their this is the three tenets of their plan. Uh, they're going to remove economic incentives to create create false news, uh, build new products to curb the spread of false news, and helping people make more informed decisions when they encounter false news. So uh, again, these are you know, this is clearly a, a push on their part. Uh, and again, it's even if it's largely symbolic, it should be a big step towards improving user experience. Yeah, I'm going to say it. I can't believe people really buy into some of these stories that they're reading. I mean, have we become that dumb as a nation to honestly like look at this, like this is not really happening, this is not true. I think it shows you the, 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 expanse, or the expansion of social media, the online chatter that people have, and it's disturbing. And we're kind of getting off advertising mm. topic here. That we're actually at the point now we have to start blocking fake news, and that potentially fake news, not to get political, might have put some money in the White House, which mm. is this is just staggering on every level. You know, when you're reading a story, and I know this is not meant for the CMO, but mm. meant for the individual, take a step back and actually really think this is really happening. Is this really taking place? But anyway, um, it is a big step for Facebook. I think you know, uh, Facebook is showing. Uh, you know, obviously they're, they're trying to portray the we are not money first. Mm. Um, do I think? It's going to impact their earnings and money going down the future. Not really. I mean, how much money is really being spent on the fake news advertising? Yeah. You know, well, that, that, that's data we don't know. But I, I, I think you're absolutely right. But I think another thing to point out is, you know, if we're touting social media as a responsible way for people to spend their ad dollars, you know, if they're not producing a, a user experience that's trustworthy. Um, you know, then then they're remiss in some way. You know, we and it erodes trust in our judgment by saying, hey, well, we want you to put you know put ads on this platform, but they're going to you know put your ads up next to you know uh, white supremacist videos on YouTube. But I, I, so I understand you know why that that it, it has. It, however tenuous the the discussion comes back to advertising for us. So and maybe for. One way to look at it is maybe they're trying not to become Twitter, yeah, which is you know become basically troll central of the world. I still think again, I think Twitter's a platform somewhere, but Twitter's not done the right job to reel this type of stuff in in any way, shape, or form. There's no screening, there's no nothing almost, and yeah. hey, give Facebook credit, yeah, you know. I mean, I, I used to think that Twitter was, I mean, tw you know, that, that YouTube's YouTube's comment section was the Moss Eisley of the internet, <laughs> but yeah. but Twitter has gotten far, far oh, worse. Oh, God, Twitter's just like yeah, the depths of the depths of humanity, so. yeah. I mean, again, it's all you know. It's all a step in the right direction, regardless of what it means. And you know, and, and you know, 
there's a slippery slope and a lot of different discussions. But again, you know, when we're adver in advertising, we're telling people to put their ad dollars somewhere. We want to make sure it's in a channel that we can we can you know at least attest to being trustworthy and honest and, and, and get behind and that's what this yeah. Facebook's doing so yeah, yeah again get your money in Facebook and one small story I wanted to mention that uh, came out uh, last week um, we sort of talked about last week how you know traditional television uh, is scared almost of digital marketing um, or perhaps they don't know how to use it properly um, and the article that uh, I saw was from Hollywood Reporter uh, by George Salizi uh, Salai actually apologies um, and it was that the Snapchat uh, content chief expects the first scripted fare soon, and he says that mobile is not a TV killer. And the article uh, more or less talks about the ways that mobile can be used to sort of partner with traditional media, and uh, in, in the ways that we mentioned last week, with you know being on Twitter while watching Game of Thrones or something. Um, and one of the statistics that I thought was interesting was how uh, The Bachelor and you know that sort of franchise was able to get a 15% boost in audience by just related. Snapchat content, which I think is a nuts number. Like that audience is not small to begin with. And to so to add fifteen percent to it is is pretty significant. It's astronomical. Yeah, I mean, it really does show. It, it, you know, when when traditional and social find a way here to kind of get in harmony, you know, and they really really push. You know, certain TV shows really push. You know, you know, watch this during Facebook. You know, watch this during uh, Twitter. As a matter of fact, I think Better Call Saul did something online. Did I do that on my phone? Or I think it was on my tablet. Two years ago, Better Call Saul when it came out, you're actually able to during the commercials. Actually, if I'm and I may be screwing us, screwing us up, but press certain things like on the actual homepage it was explaining the scene that happened just before that. Mm -hmm. It was something like this. They were the first show. I'm like, wow, they're really actually integrating online with the actual TV show. And I know it's something different, but you know, you look at that 15% pop. I mean, you know, I, I just, I really think if that traditional media really, really embraced the support of social and had them interact the entire way, sure, you're going to think they're going to be taking ad dollars. And they're going, to, they're taking your ad dollars no matter what. But that, that's an interesting read. Yeah, I, I think it, you know, we're we're on the path to the choose your own adventure era yeah, of, of, of content. And I, I think, you know, in a lot of ways, not only now before it was just a matter of being able to choose how you consume content, but in order to remain alive or event viewing, I think it's gonna you're gonna get situation. When I was a kid, there was a, a situation where they actually let people dial on one eight hundred number to decide whether or not the Joker killed Robin. Mm -hmm. And you know, surprisingly, everybody voted for Robin to die, and that happened. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, I'm waiting for that to happen in real time via social with some sort of you know live television event because I think it's coming. That's the kind of thing you're going to be able to see where they've filmed two different endings, and then in real time they react to what people are saying yeah. in the internet, and they choose that ending to see how you know how it goes. And I think you know reality TV sort of does that a lot of ways with you know your voting and things like that. But I think that. You're on. You were on the path to content really being that way for, for original content as well. So, and you know, fifteen percent really can't be something that overemphasized how much of a change that is when you think about how much of the ad shares or the, the, the audience share shows in the '70s used to have compared to now mm -hmm. because of you know the erosion of different cha alt ultimate channels and, and, and cable and the ability to watch stuff whenever you want. So, a fifteen percent share is huge. It's true. Yeah, um, just going on the, the choose your own adventure thing, I remember a story we covered in the Roundup, actually, that Netflix was going to be going that route mm -hmm. with a couple children's programs. Yeah, children's shows. Um, which I think will be interesting. I don't know if it'll ever branch off yeah. beyond that. I think it's 
honestly perfect for for children. Yeah, and and that, and that was more of a you know recorded event. I'm talking like a live event, like you know, something yeah. like Game of Thrones, where you decide you know who dies and who lives. I mean, that, that's that's where we're headed. Well, thank everybody for listening to today's Comexus Cast. Tune in tomorrow and every weekday for more of the latest trending news. Have a great day.